0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com fakeheadpod.
1: Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player.
0: That's www.audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number seventy three.
0: Hello, friends. Welcome. Welcome. Sorry we're late. Uh, we we were running somewhere.
1: We were running. Where are we running?
0: Mm-hmm. We so don't far run far away.
1: <laughs> we uh There we, was a
0: flock of seagulls. <laughs> we panicked.
1: A flock of seagulls ate our podcast? Yeah. I guess that's what you would tell a teacher if you weren't prepared. Yeah.
0: Okay, so this is episode 73, and this is what we do on Fake Headlines Podcast.
1: Yeah, so th- if this is your first time listening, uh, once we get through the uh, our uh, obligatory 90s references, uh, <laughs> we have each scoured the internet and found a strange headline slash strange article. We've also come up with a couple of fake headlines ourselves, and we are going to pitch them to each other. And we're going to try to guess what the articles may be about and kind of have some laughs. And then we're going to figure out which article is the real one. Mm -hmm. We're basically trying to trick each other with fake news. Yeah. But fun fake news, not the kind that gets the whole world into trouble. Right. Political free fake news. Yeah. 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 We're fun. We're fun. And silly. And silly.
0: And we are a married couple who lie to each other.
1: Yeah. So, I mean. For fun. (laughs) Yeah. Just like everyone else, yeah, right. This is
0: what this is how we
1: we're more upfront about it, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of a mm-hmm. lot of the secrecy and lies happens in the shadows of of marriage. We're upfront about it. We do a show about it.
0: Yeah. So thanks for being here for the ride.
1: <laughs> I'm excited uh, to get back into it. Like I said, we had a little bit of a hiatus, but we're back. Yeah. And
0: uh, that's right because a flock of seagulls. We were running yes, so far away. Exactly. They ate our podcast. Uh,
1: Tiffany got her hair cut like the Flock of Seagulls guy.
0: Well, now I hate it.
1: (laughs) No, you really did get your hair cut, but I'm not saying that it looks like that. Oh, okay. I'm just saying... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I have no hair, so I could not do nothing.
0: (laughs) You could grow it out. It would just be...
1: This case, Joyce, was to keep his head shaved.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: Oh, come on. Get out of <laughs> here. We were just talking about that band. Okay. Hey. Hey, Tiff.
0: So now that we've clarified that this is a show with some fake headlines and we guess what they are, and now we're to the point where we guess which one of us goes first. And I think it's me, right?
1: I believe it is you. Okay. And it's this kind of banter which has caused us to burn up the Taiwanese improv charts on Apple Podcasts.
0: Yeah, and New Zealand.
1: And New Zealand. So folks... We uh, love you guys. Hit that five-star button there on that Apple Podcast app.
0: You are really... Fallen behind uh, here in other places. If you guys want to, you know what? Let's let's have uh, competing countries here. You know what I mean? Like, just, <laughs> yes, you guys uh, want to be number one, right? You want to yeah. be number one fans of ours, right? Right? We got
1: to vote. <laughs> we just so how did World War Three start? <laughs> well, it's a long podcast story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a couple back in twenty nineteen. There were the Dillons. Going down at history is one of the darkest periods of of our nation's history.
1: Country versus country. Podcast versus podcast. It
0: all started with ratings.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, and one podcast,
1: And it ended with global annihilation.
0: <laughs> ah. Ah. Yeah.
1: All right. So, Tiffany, I believe that you are... Reading to me your headlines first? Yes. All right. Let me have them, babe.
0: Headline number one. This office building has opted for full blackout windows to boost productivity. This office building has opted for full Full blackout blackout windows to boost productivity.
1: Hmm. Okay. Boost productivity. Okay.
0: Headline number two. Soups on and on. (laughs) Thai beef noodle brew has been simmering for 45 years. Soups on and on.
1: Oh, Thai beef noodle brew has been
0: simmering for 45 years.
1: Oh. 45 years?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Is that safe? Yeah.
1: Oh, God. Okay.
0: And headline number three.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gavin Gobbles.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm very sorry. It's okay. (laughs) A group of biophyte polymists. Wait, excuse me? (laughs) That's why I was laughing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A group of
0: biophyte
1: Bio fight. Like biofight, like B I O F I G H T.
0: Uh Bio P H Y T.
1: P H Y T.
0: P-O-L-E.
1: P O L E.
0: M I S T S. A group of biofight polymists.
1: Oh, that's all one word. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. Open
0: A- open their first grocery supported by green alternative farms.
1: by Green Alternative Farms.
0: A group of biophyte pollinists opened their first groceries supported by Green Alternative Farms. Biophyte
1: pollinists. It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like uh like some gardeners that swing. <laughs> <laughs> they might. <laughs> no, leave those gloves on. <laughs> I like it rough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> A lot of opportunity for foreplay and role playing. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Take off those dirty gloves.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh, show me that green thumb.
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> show me how it grows.
1: <laughs> Let's play bury the green thumb. <laughs>
0: this is so <laughs> Gross.
1: Oh, God. All right.
0: 90s reference, check. (laughs) Sexual references, check.
1: Ah, we're hitting all the... Getting
0: it all out of the way. Kicking
1: it on all cylinders right away.
0: What else is left?
1: Oh, God. Fun. (laughs) Indeed. All right. So back to headline number one. This office has opted for full blackout windows to boost productivity. Yeah. So they've uh, killed uh, daydreaming and any hope of any hope
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> which has boosted productivity so yeah yeah i feel like uh well i know at my at my office i sit with my back to a window and uh well there's really nothing to look at but a parking lot so i don't really have like so i don't spend a lot of time looking out the window but i suppose if you had like a good view it may be distracting yeah and, and eat away at productivity a little bit yeah but the blackout so they must have like some kind of special lighting, then, right? Some kind of if you if you got the windows blacked out, uh-huh. you it must be something different than fluorescent lighting, right? Maybe like some kind of LED bright mm-hmm. light to make it more sunny. Maybe that's the idea. Maybe it like somehow mimics sunlight more yeah. with a special lighting
0: mm-hmm. like you would in like a greenhouse but without the heat and humidity Oh, well,
1: speaking of greenhouses wait till we get to headline number three <laughs> the, the greenhouse you don't even know the greenhouse is the name of like the brothel they go we'll to t- <laughs> in vegas we go to the greenhouse if you know what i mean
0: <laughs> <laughs> we gotta stick to the headline number one
1: okay i'm sorry uh, sometimes <laughs> they all blend together it's okay um. Yeah, that's <laughs> like an orgy. I get it.
0: <laughs>
1: and instead of everybody putting instead of everybody putting their keys into a bowl, they all put those little shovels into a bowl. <laughs> 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 the garden shovels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! So where you work in your office, you're up. You're up. You're not on the first floor. I'm on the first floor of my building. Uh, that's do you, right. Do I'm you have a good view? You don't have a view, do you? Do you sit by windows?
0: I do, sort of. Okay. Um Yeah, I sit by windows, and, and I can see out onto the street. Okay. Uh, so I can see, you know, what the weather's like when the train arrives, people out there walking. Like, so if but I so- see people walking outside, and they have umbrellas, and I know I don't want to go outside and walk.
1: Yeah. But it's so. something, like, super distracting, though, that's eating away at your productivity,
0: not unless it's snowing.
1: Yeah, you just like to stare out in the snow.
0: I like to just stare outside because <laughs> it's just another office building across the street. So it's not like there's like yeah a landscape or anything.
1: Maybe you maybe you'll become friends with a person across the street and you can like hold up messages in the windows to each other.
0: Yeah, I'll uh, flicker a, a mirror and do <laughs> yeah. Morse code. Yeah,
1: yeah, help. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: I don't understand why. Why the jazz hands?
1: I think the lady across the street's trying to tell me that her soul is being eaten. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Oh, office life.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I find that the the uh, I, I, I guess I kind of am the. Uh, we'll cut that. Uh, I guess I kind of equate this to maybe being similar to like casinos, where they like don't have windows. Yeah. They don't have clocks,
0: mm-hmm. so you don't know the time is passing yeah,
1: they're pumping fresh air into the building to keep yeah. you alert mm-hmm. temperature set just right to yeah. maximum alertness
0: i do find that a lot of my day is watching the clock not that i'm not productive or or busy with the things that i need to get done mm-hmm. but i do find myself clock watching a lot
1: yeah i definitely in the past have taken like a post-it note and covered the time in the corner of the computer. Have you really? Yeah, because I used to stare at that a lot, especially when I was working in call centers and I was on the phones all the time, the whole day. Uh. I used to have to just cover it up because it was depressing. <laughs> it's like, oh God. <laughs> there
0: should have been a sign.
1: It's only three o'clock. I've only been here a half hour.
0: <laughs> oh my god! I've
1: talked to four jackasses already. How is this possible? <laughs>
0: oh man. Oh,
1: feels like it should be time to go home.
0: Uh.
1: Yeah, I definitely used to have to cover that up because it was just miserable.
0: Yeah. So I I think the idea behind these blackout windows is to decrease any sort of uh, distractions Mm -hmm. from looking outside or, uh, you know, like the worst part, the worst part about working inside somewhere and you hate your job is that you're sitting by windows and you look at how beautiful it is outside and you just want to be out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or um,
1: or we see people walking freely in the streets. You're like, I wish I could walk freely in the streets right now.
0: Laughing, having a good time on their way to a picnic. Yeah. Something like that. I you know, the,
1: I got this stupid spreadsheet report due next hour. Yeah. I can't go to a picnic.
0: So I think that the idea behind that is to uh, keep, keep your attention mm-hmm. to where they want it to be. Much like the idea behind casinos, like you had mentioned before.
1: Yeah. Or grocery stores are sort of designed a certain way in the certain colors and stores. Like there's a whole oh, yes. psychology behind the decor and everything uh-huh. to kind of keep you engaged. Yeah. They're probably, yeah, you know, that's weird because most offices are very plain and boring, right? They're very beige and uh, fluorescent lighting. Yeah. You think more time and effort would would been put into things like that? Yeah. You know, versus, like, shopping and and things of that nature. Like, more efforts put into, like, designing a store than designing an office when it comes to those types of things. Mm-hmm. At least maybe not nowadays. Like, maybe in newer places they do do,
0: do stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like, in I, I mean, that's the idea in uh, Silicon Valley, basically, right? Like, a lot of... Yeah. There's different offices, like, I don't like know, like open. Google that are...
1: There's uh, a big slide in the middle of the yeah the of that kind of stuff. That's
0: a little bit more uh, uh, investigating modern takes on how to increase produ- productivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, departing from the usual beige way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The usual beige way. The, the khaki. The tacky, khaki environment that we've been <laughs> <laughs> stuck in for decades. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of work productivity, I saw an article last week. We talked about this uh, off the air about, um, was it uh, some company in Japan that switched to a four-day work week?
0: Yeah, they've been talking about that a lot in the news, I think.
1: Productivity skyrocketed. Yeah. I kind of talked about that at work with my folks, and they were all like, yeah, I think I, I, th- I would be down with a four-day work week. Yeah. I think I would be more productive. And, yeah. You know, knowing that you had friday saturday sunday off type thing yeah i think i would be too
0: yeah i think about that like possibly it's just tough because like even when we get home there's still stuff that i want to do after work but right i guess technically if i had a whole another day to make up for all that maybe i would maybe Cause I, I still feel like that on the weekends where I feel like, oh man, there's so much I want to get done this weekend and two days just never feels no, like enough.
1: Yeah. The 48 hours is not enough. I don't think.
0: Cause like you want one day for fun, right. like sleeping in and fun. And then you want another day where it's just maybe completely running errands and getting things done that you need right. to. And then you have Sunday fun day where it's just kind of open.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Or like what we did Friday night. We put in a movie at eight. <laughs> <laughs> we this is in. why our
0: episode is late.
1: <laughs> we were going to record Friday and we uh, popped in something on TV. I forget what it was. A movie yeah. of some kind.
0: We got Disney Plus, y'all.
1: Yeah, just like everybody else. And uh, we were watching Cars. Uh-huh. And at 8.30 at night, we fell asleep. I missed the entire movie. Yeah. And we woke up at 3.30 in the morning.
0: Yeah. We woke up. We were like... Confused as to where we were.
1: Took a seven hour nap on the couch. We did.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we were like, well, okay. Guess we'll go to bed. So I got up, I washed my face, we crawled into bed and then we laid there. Well, I'm awake now.
1: <laughs> so I went back downstairs and made us breakfast.
0: Yeah. Kevin went downstairs and made his bagels and cream cheese, and it was awesome.
1: Brought it back out to the little bedroom loft. We had some bagels and cream cheese.
0: Drank some water.
1: And then we went back to
0: sleep. Like little angels. <laughs> and then I woke up later, and I went and hung out with one of my friends for her birthday. And uh, when I got back, I had a severe migraine because uh, the weather. And uh so last night didn't happen either.
1: Yeah, so it's just been uh it's been a tough week. Yeah. It's been a tough week. And
0: then uh we ate late a uh, late dinner last night and then uh
1: Yeah, we felt, you fell We asleep. fell asleep. I fell, oh, asleep, fell on asleep on the couch, Sleep. yeah. Yeah, Again. we made uh, we made tacos at like 9:30 at night <laughs> Eastern time. Oh.
0: so that's my idea of perfect productivity naps in between
1: naps in between feedings yeah are we babies i think we're babies I think we're just a couple of babies. <laughs> Only
0: I wipe my own ass.
1: Yes. Uh, Let's
0: give that another 70 years before someone else has to do yeah, it, shall we?
1: Yes, I don't want to have to do that. That's
0: optimistic. That would make me 104.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, with advances in science and medicine. We we'll may see just, how it goes. Uh, <laughs> you've been eating very healthy.
0: My in-between naps. I yeah. know. I cut out red meat, so maybe that maybe helps. that's the
1: secret. You know, doing doing yoga, you know, it's going to keep you going. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and productive.
1: And productive.
0: I don't I don't know if I would like to work in a blackout not being able to see outside situation. I, I like being able to see outside. Am yeah. I easily distracted? Yes, but I'm easily distracted by people around me, as easily as I am by the bird flying by.
1: Yeah, I feel like people are more distracted internally. like there's so many people in offices that are just distraction black holes, you know what I mean? People that talk constantly. Yes. People that walk around and interrupt you constantly.
0: Someone with a really bad voice who just never stops talking and they don't understand the concept of an indoor voice. Not that I'm speaking from specifics.
1: (laughs) Why are you scribbling people's names on the walls? Those are the people you're...
0: That's my list, Kevin.
1: (laughs) Or, you know, uh, even... You know what I've noticed a lot, too, when I walk around my office is people are, like, on their phones a lot more than they probably should be. While working, yeah, I see that quite a bit.
0: I'm also guilty of that because I can.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not to say that I've never done that myself, but uh, as I'm walking through the office uh, areas, uh, I see people just kind of like on their phones, yeah, and just kind of looking at TV shows or stuff like that.
0: I don't really have a lot of time for that. I mean, I I do that once in a while, like if I'm expecting. A package or something. I'll check my email just to see what the tracking is.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, And then it's, it's not like, I, unless like I really have nothing to do, I'm not scrolling around on social media. Yeah. I just, it, cause it's not that important to me to get yelled at. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: or I'm looking at my phone for something to listen to.
1: That's true. That could be something simple as that.
0: Cause I'm not on the phone and if I am on the phone, it's not by my choice.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I was thinking about the, uh, we were talking about how offices are kind of, need to be designed more like casinos. Maybe a slot machine every once in a while would kind of break up the monotony of the day.
0: I know, make me feel like I'm winning, Yeah, you
1: hear that, the dinging sound and the little beeps and things of a casino machine?
0: Yeah, I'll consider that a bonus.
1: Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Maybe, yeah, maybe you you would get little extra spins.
0: Yeah, like if, on every floor they had like a, like a a dollar machine yeah. by the elevator like you just go up and take your chance
1: yeah
0: i, I mean not my dollar they would have to give me a dollar sure. daily
1: you use your own money
0: like here here's your here's your daily dollar go play it if you win that's great if not oh well
1: <laughs>
0: tomorrow's another day we'll give you another dollar you
1: know what i was just thinking I don't that's know. right <laughs> another day another dollar yeah You know, I was just thinking for a while I was involved in like a, uh, like a mega ball thing at work where someone was going around collecting money and we were all buying like tickets for a lotto. Yeah. I haven't, I don't know if that's still going on and I've been iced out of it or what's happening with that. It hasn't happened for quite a while.
0: (laughs) Fuck those guys. It kind of
1: pisses me off. (laughs) If I find out that those fuckers are still doing that without me, I'm going to be pissed. And they won. That's why, that's why the office is empty. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys. Oh, why am I one here? Guess I can look at my phone now. Hmm. Um, yeah, I should find out that because if those if those jerks win without me, I'm gonna be very pissed off.
0: You know, I think that the perfect karma for that would be um, watching them get sick from a soup that's been cooking yeah for so 45 what years. What is
1: going on with the soup? Headline number two: Soups on
0: soups and on. on and
1: on. Beef noodle brew simmering for 40 years. Yeah,
0: 45 years. 45 years. Mm-hmm.
1: Is that is that safe? I don't know if that's safe.
0: I guess it. I, I guess got, it
1: might be right because it's, it's like boiling constantly. Been
0: overheat constantly, yeah.
1: But wouldn't I, the meat uh, like disintegrate eventually?
0: Maybe there's a lot of salt in it,
1: or maybe they maybe they keep adding stuff to it. Oh, stuff that could is disintegrating. be.
0: That could be. Maybe they start out with like, maybe they started out with like a little tiny bit, and now it's like a giant vat.
1: That could like a cauldron. Yeah, like a giant cauldron. It now can they're swim just in it.
0: stirring it. Stir in that pot.
1: Would you try something like that Dramatic. if you found out it had been sitting around for like 20 years, 30, 40 years?
0: I think I would, I don't know, maybe. It depends. I, I would have to see statistically how many people have eaten it and then not gotten sick.
1: Right, yeah. If there are
0: people who have gotten sick from it.
1: I'm going to pass. Yeah, I'm on yeah. a hard pass. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, but if they have not, then I'd be like, okay, I'd be willing to try like, A spoonful, just to see like, is this worth it?
1: Just to say that you tried it. Do
0: I want to have more? Yeah. Do I want diarrhea?
1: The answer is usually no. (laughs) Whenever, whenever anyone's asked, do you want diarrhea? I think I've always said no. (laughs) I can't think of one time where I've said yes. Also, why are people asking me if I want diarrhea? (laughs) I don't know.
0: I don't know, Kev. Working you work in a strange office. You never felt those societal pressures to lose that last five pounds just so you can fit in that perfect outfit for the event coming up?
1: Well, I do work at the Squatty Potty Call centers.
0: So. <laughs> perfect form, Kevin.
1: <laughs> no, I've never wanted to give myself diarrhea to fit into an outfit. <laughs> Can't say I have. Although I am wearing skinny jeans, which are maybe a little bit too tight, for you
0: me. look great.
1: Well, my butt's kind of hanging out. I'm of them. into it. Well, okay, I'm gonna wear these around the house, but I'm afraid to wear them to work because they're a little too. I bought a pair of skinny jeans on sale at Target, and uh, I'm not used to it.
0: Yeah, I. You know what it is is, is? is you probably need to hike them up a little bit more. But yeah. I get that you don't want to crowd the the junk in the front.
1: Don't want to crowd the the things down there.
0: Your your front junk.
1: My three things. <laughs> my front junk. <laughs> My front... Dra- this is like a junk drawer right here. The zipper it opens; it goes into a junk drawer, where the junk is. <laughs> there's the what you'd expect, but there's also like an old battery, <laughs> and a corkscrew in there. It's a junk drawer, and oh, a
0: bunch of twist ties. And, what
1: and five stamps. <laughs> <laughs> Is that five stamps in your pocket? Uh, yes, it is, actually. No, that's... Uh, empty that's,
0: roll of scotch tape. That
1: is... Uh, nope, that's not an empty roll of scotch tape. That is my penis. Oh. That is actually my pe- <laughs>
0: It's been 12 years of deceit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, you're probably right. I probably need to hike them up a little bit more. But I like to wear my pants low.
0: Yeah. I'm a thug yeah i'm not into so it true i, I like, do wear them low i like how you look in those pants i
1: am i'm used to wearing uh JNCOs, yeah and uh i've never gotten over that
0: i can't believe your legs
1: i know i feel like my legs look too skinny sometimes no like and they're it's like uh, it's like a marshmallow with two toothpicks for legs
0: that's what i
1: feel like i look like <laughs> <laughs> like i feel like a marshmallow man with toothpick legs
0: Hey, guys, can you tell that we need attention? Because we just want you guys to tell us we're beautiful.
1: Tell me I'm beautiful.
0: <laughs> tell Kevin. Hashtag Kevin is beautiful. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I need I need it. So I don't think that you need diarrhea, though.
1: <laughs> no, no one needs diarrhea. No one needs that. No one needs diarrhea.
0: What? What do you think? Like, do you think it's like a like a family recipe sort of thing that they passed it down from generation to generation. Yeah. Cause it's gotta be at least two generations there. Right.
1: Right. So is this a, is this a common thing? Maybe this is in the country in the, of origin, maybe a long simmering multi-year stew is something that kind of is commonplace.
0: Yeah. Maybe it has like a, maybe they think it has sort sort of,
1: it's like the Olympic flame. You don't want it to go out. You yeah, don't want The yeah. stew to stop boiling. That's right. You That's right.
0: Saying? Yeah. So they they use that basic um, bitch, basic bitch broth. <laughs> uh, the BBB.
1: The the triple Bs. Yeah, Chip- and Bs. Uh,
0: yeah, and uh, they ne- they never want it to to simmer out. Yeah. They just keep it going for that full flavor. It's like. It's like when Aaron from The Office keeps reboiling the same hot dog water to strengthen the flavor of the hot dog.
1: <laughs> maybe that's what this is. <laughs> There's just like a tiny morsel of meat that is just...
0: Not going. N- and, it, and it keeps encouraging uh, new and better flavors. <laughs>
1: it's so disgusting.
0: It sure is.
1: But like you were saying about the salt and stuff like that, maybe that's what keeps it from people from getting sick. Maybe it can kind of like, um, uh, what do you call that when you're salt meat and keep it?
0: Preserved. preserved uh i guess preserved yeah cuz my my dad uh having grown up on a farm uh they i remember even as a kid there was this barrel in the basement that had um salt in it I don't know if it's like rhine salt or something but it it was stuff that they would use to preserve cure meat. like cure, cure meat. yes yeah, yeah so That's they would the have word. they had like this huge thing of salt that they really would, yeah Yep.
1: So they would they would salt the meat, but then they would st- you would still refrigerate it, right? Or would you just salt it? I guess you would just salt it at one at one point. Yeah. Before the advent of yeah, because I,
0: I don't think they were always refrigerated. I think it was pretty cold in the basement anyway, right. but
1: and it couldn't have been at that time.
0: Hang it up and then let it oh. do whatever. I don't know. I don't so understand weird. things.
1: It's so strange.
0: I don't. I'm not a meat eater. Like,
1: why wasn't everybody getting sick back then?
0: They probably were sometimes. Maybe.
1: Maybe people had more diarrhea back then. Maybe
0: they had more meat sweats.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's why everyone shat outside the house. That's
1: why they had outhouses. And they were
0: very reluctant to bring it indoors.
1: Yep. The, the diarrhea was so vile back then. They had, they made you go to a separate house to do it in.
0: Yeah. They didn't even make like a separate room. It was no. a whole separate house.
1: A separate structure. Yeah. Far from the house. Yeah. Where you could do your bidding. Mm-hmm. Your in shitting. Bidding. And <coughs> shitting. You're bidding and shitting. Yeah. Ugh.
0: That's gross. That's
1: disgusting. <laughs> I don't think I would eat like uh like chili that had been on a stove for two days straight. Mm Like I'd be scared. Mm-mm. You'd probably be okay though with the tomatoes and the acids and stuff. That yeah. might be okay.
0: Yeah. Well don't they sometimes they um uh um why can't I think of the word? Smoke. Mm -hmm. meat for a couple of days. It takes a while, right? right? Yeah. So they put it in a smoker and maybe it smokes for like two days, but then you can still eat it for like a week after right? and it's fine. But all that sort of preservation that's been in there. I don't, I don't know. Yeah.
1: I guess if you left meat in a smoker indefinitely, could you just keep going in and picking little pieces off of it and not get diarrhea? Probably. I'm looking for ways to not get diarrhea. Yeah. That's the main gist.
0: Yeah. I, my recommendation is to not Mm -hmm. eat it.
1: Don't eat. Don't eat meat.
0: Don't eat simmering forty-five-year-old broth. 45
1: oh, year forty-five-year-old broth. Well, maybe it's really delicious.
0: It could be. I mean, it must be. If it's been going for forty-five years, that means some of it's gone away, and people have been continually eating it, right?
1: Like, do you think it's happened? Like, is just a family eating it, or do you think it's like something that's become a delicacy where, like, you get it at a restaurant or something? And they're like, hey, we got the. I
0: kind of think it's a restaurant thing. We otherwise, got the Carmichael's broth here. Otherwise, it would be not. N- as newsworthy?
1: Right. Because how would you find out about that? Right. Yeah,
0: like, oh, here, here's a secret my family has. We eat the same soup for 45 years. <laughs> right,
1: right. I'm going to call the local paper. I just found out the next door neighbors are eating the same but soup I, for 45 but I, years. But I
0: have a brand new can here if you want. <laughs> like, why don't you just do that?
1: Yeah, I, speaking of cans, like if the can of soup was expired, I wouldn't eat it.
0: No, I wouldn't eat that either. But it's
1: probably different, though, because it's like been cooked and then put into a can yeah not continually simmering
0: and it's not just the the contents of the can that you have to worry about i i worry about like what happens to the can after that period
1: right yeah
0: Uh, oh what if it tastes like metally or
1: right like starting to break down yeah it's like biodegrading into the soup
0: gross oh that's was, not for me.
1: I was just trying to think of like what my favorite food is, and quickly I answered in my head pizza. Pizza. Thank you. And uh, I was thinking if there was a slice of pizza that was like in a pizza oven for like twenty years,
0: it would be petrified and gross.
1: Yeah, it would be. It would so that wouldn't work. It would have to be something like a like a boiling liquid.
0: Yeah, I think because well, cheese and dough like that wouldn't that wouldn't work. I think you, the liquid. Yeah. And the salt and the water, like those maybe natural elements Mm -hmm. would be something that would be able to last that long
1: yeah i think you're right because there's been like pizza left over at work speaking of offices again and uh, it's been laying around all day and i'm a little leery about eating it but i do because it's pizza but i I suppose that if it was from the day before sitting out i wouldn't eat it no but from earlier that day I'll, i'll take a chance on it
0: I won't because I, people are gross.
1: Yeah, that's true. A lot of open face sneezers at work.
0: Oh, Lord.
1: <laughs> Recently,
0: Kevin and I were at Target, and there was were these two people, um, picking out apples and like a box of apples that were at Target, and the person. Just blatantly open mouth sneezed into the apples, and I was uh, like, "Well, never buying produce here again."
1: Wait, that was a that was the adult, not the kid that did that.
0: Oh, that was an adult that did oh, that.
1: Oh, I heard it, but I thought it was the little kid.
0: No, there was no. It was at Target.
1: I know. I know. I weeks know ago. exactly who you're talking yeah. about.
0: Yeah, it was an adult. Just like <laughs> right in.
1: The, oh no. Yeah,
0: that's heinous. I
1: thought it was the kid, and that's I, for, I forgave. I forgave the kid.
0: No, it's still disgusting, and I'm not eating well, that. Well, sure, absolutely. Oh.
1: But at least with a kid, you could understand why that would happen.
0: Oh, so great. Yeah. Oh, we they can just never get
1: apples at Target anymore. Ever. Not that we ever have.
0: No. I think we maybe bought like a plastic bag. We always
1: usually buy apples in a bag. We never yeah. pick out apples willy nilly one by one. N- not no there. Way. Fucking Target, man. That's so gross. Don't diarrhea on my Target like that. <laughs> <laughs> Cover
0: your face, you heathens. Oh,
1: God gross i'm sure opal house makes a lovely sneeze guard you can wrap around your face (laughs) stylish yet affordable
0: in pastel
1: (laughs) maybe project 62 (laughs) one of targets other great home lines
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right kevin now that we got that rage out Mm. A group of biophyte polymists... Op- biophyte
1: polymists...
0: open their first groceries supported by Green Alternative Farms.
1: The Green Alternative Farm is... It's not a farm at all. It's the alternative. It's a sex shop.
0: No. <laughs> do, you, do you know... Do you know what a, a biophyte polymer is?
1: It sounds like uh, two green-thumbed UFC fighters.
0: <laughs> it is someone who believes... That plants feel pain. Oh. So, so
1: saying it's bio Mm Mm-hmm. they believe plants, like, do they, can you hear a plant scream if you listen close enough?
0: Basically. So they, they, they don't eat animals or animal byproducts, but they also don't eat plants. So, what do they eat? Um, there's uh rocks the, uh, <laughs> well <laughs>
1: diarrhea s, uh 40 year old broth <laughs> <laughs> are the is it a biofile well, stew? it's
0: it's kind of like it kind of like with with oysters um there are certain things like beans or legumes or um whole grains anything like that like those sort of Natural things that aren't necessarily plants that they believe don't feel that pain, so that's what they're producing on their farm and oh. then creating produced products. What if beans to are, eat?
1: What if beans are just like in a comatose state and they can't express themselves? <laughs> oh, that's so sad. And they're, that's <laughs> <they're>, so sad. <laughs> they're eating them by the spoonful and they're all they wake screaming up screaming like, in their heads. Oh, that was so great! <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could speak. <laughs> My only revenge is to make you fart. That's, That's how they scream. Are. That's their spirit shooting out of your, bo- out of your body. <laughs> Those are bean ghosts. Uh, farts are just the screams of beans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> farts are the screams of beans. Yeah. <laughs> What a
0: revelation!
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Why does it smell so bad in here? No, I just let a bunch of beans pass on to the other side.
0: <laughs> Someone burn some sage, please.
1: <laughs> no, they'll scream too. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Bio fight.
0: Polymus. Polymus. Yeah.
1: That's so bizarre.
0: Yeah. It, it's it's a weird concept. It, like, see
1: like g- grains, things that they believe do not feel pain. But how do they know that plants feel pain? Like what's their, what's been their research on that? Like what's their evidence of that?
0: I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me.
1: But I mean, I guess we've seen in sort of modern times, there doesn't ne- really need to be a lot of evidence for people to believe in something. <laughs> That's also fair. <laughs> like these are all people that have seen a meme that someone made as a joke saying that. Like, Plants feel pain and they're all like, Oh shit, I gotta change everything about my life now. I'm not gonna fact check this whatsoever.
0: Is that what the simmering sound is when I when I fry up my eggplant?
1: Yeah, they're screaming. those are screams.
0: Those are screams. Those are
1: eggplant screams. Oh
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like it seems like the like those are the kind of people who just eat to survive, not so much because they enjoy food. Like,
1: pla- yeah, it's I just love fuel.
0: food. I love the smell of it. Me I love too. cooking it. I love I the taste of it. Quite enjoy eating it.
1: I, yeah, I'm not one of those people, uh, you as you can tell by my uh, marshmallow body. That is not true. Legs. Stop
0: being mean to yourself. You're <laughs> a, a wonderful looking man, and no, I love think. you. Ooh. And I married you for a reason
1: for my body
0: and your money. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, you put it that way. Okay. I love you too. (laughs) Thanks, babe. Gosh, I feel so much better. (laughs) Oh, Yeah. I have, uh, I am not one of those people that just eats for fuel purposes. It's like when I go, when I make dinner, it's not the equivalent of going to the gas pump and putting gas in the car. You know what I mean? It's like, I want to get some pleasure out of this. Yeah. Along with feeding the need.
0: Yeah. I like, I'm, I'm going full service. Like I want to feel good when I'm done.
1: <laughs> yeah. And if exactly. I'm
0: depending on my moon, I mood, I want to uh, feel real shitty when I'm done. Like so full of whatever yeah. I just overindulged in. Gorged. That I can't move for an hour.
1: That's the best.
0: That's like Thanksgiving full.
1: I like to feel like Thanksgiving every day.
0: No, don't do that. Oh,
1: okay. That's too much. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've never, I've never once considered the feelings of my food. Is that maybe that maybe I'm a jerk.
0: I don't know. Like I get it for animals.
1: Like if I that found out that sense. pizza was like uh, causing pizza pain, I guess, I think I would still do it. Would you? And eat pizza.
0: I, I think I would.
1: If you found out that waffles, every time you bit into them, they were screaming. Would you still eat them? Or would you just convince yourself that wasn't real?
0: I mean, there. I have a hard time eating any some sorts of meat because, like, I feel bad about how they may have been treated.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, it's not like it's not like that slice of turkey is going to be screaming as I consume it. But sure,
1: it screamed months ago as it was put through a weird contraption that defeathered it. Ripped its limbs off well, and then... I hope it was it. killed first. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe... Th- I don't know how that works. I
0: don't know. I don't want to talk about this anymore. It upsets my heart.
1: I know. It's, it is it gr- is it is gross and grim. Yeah. Like, they, we don't like to think about that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. It's awful.
1: But uh, it's a fact of... Life.
0: I think that these people maybe started their own farms because they found that there were other people who shared this uh, similar belief in conception, yeah,
1: like a commune of uh, similar minded horny green thumbs. Yeah mm-hmm.
0: so they <laughs> so they they wanted to start a farm and then a grocery so that they could help avoid more screaming plants. Yeah. I love that band.
1: The Screaming Plant. Oh, man, I saw them open for Nirvana. Yeah. They were awesome. <laughs> uh, you know, I was thinking about, uh, you know, the idea that we're, it's probably better that they're eating this way, right? I mean, we do eat a lot of things that were that are not natural, that are probably not meant for, I mean, we've made them edible, but does that mean we should be eating it type thing? You know what I mean? Like, right. Like the thing that comes to mind right away is like Doritos and like soda. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we can eat them and we, we can digest them and they don't... There's no obvious immediate damage being done other than, I guess, over long term. To our we, waistline we and thin. our right. hearts. Right. But you don't really think about that. So it's like, should we be eating that kind of stuff? Maybe it's maybe we should be eating a very simple diet. Maybe that is part of the key of living longer and avoiding mm-hmm. uh, diseases.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
1: But do you want to trade off all that for the possibility of that or do you want to enjoy food?
0: (laughs) I think that going back to what we had just said about the treatment of turkeys, turkeys or animals or even plants. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that if we, uh, take into account the, the way that, that things are maybe produced, that maybe that would be better for us. True. You know what I mean? Like, like, there's a, a, the idea of having, like, cage-free eggs or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's better than having a chicken that ate the insides of another chicken because they don't care.
1: You know? right right, yeah <laughs> and then laid eggs <laughs> right
0: absolutely because uh, chickens will eat anything but and so will pigs pigs will also eat anything right. but then they're also the most like humans it's world is confusing and
1: that's where a lot of uh like diseases have, have come from right like like chickens eating carcasses and stuff like that and right that has passed on created yeah. some some mm-hmm. things yeah yeah um i mean we don't eat a lot of meat we've talked about this before and i i, I part of it is a I guess a moral thing, right? I mean, I guys, we kind of,
0: part of it is that, and I mean, part not, of it is our s- bodies don't like it.
1: Yeah. Not to say that we're well, better or isn't. anything. It's just the choice that we've made uh, for, for us, for us. It has to do with how our bodies feel in reaction to meat, but also uh, for me, and I don't know a lot about it. I'm certainly no, uh, uh, Greenpeace member or anything like that, but just the, uh, the energy and the impact to the environment used and wasted, that goes into creating meat beef that's in the grocery store or hamburgers uh, is doing a lot of damage, right? And so like the impossible burger and that kind of stuff uh, beyond meat or beyond burgers, those kinds of things can be created and give you that same satisfaction without the impact to the environment without using the energy and all that stuff or the deforestation and kind of the chopping down of the rainforest that happens to create Mm -hmm. pastures for giant farms and people that supply meat to mcdonald's Mm -hmm. so all of that stuff and take it into consideration for us it's like you know what we don't we don't need that we're fine without it also it's nice once in a while but whatever
0: also um for us it is uh saving us a lot on groceries
1: yeah meat's expensive yo (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah it's very expensive. it's
1: expensive you know what's not expensive eggplant <laughs> <laughs> jackfruit cauliflower you know how cheap cauliflower is
0: <laughs> you know how cheap tofu is
1: <laughs> to- You ever you guys ever tried tempa holy <laughs> shit is it cheap <laughs> but yeah. all right kevin all right tiff
0: so one of these headlines is real
1: this is a tough one because i don't know i really am not Good. <laughs> i want the soup one to be real i'm gonna this is a hundred percent guess i i these are all this was tough i'm just guessing the soup
0: it's real uh
1: i'm sorry i hate when i let you down i like when <laughs> i win but i also like i hate that i let you down
0: yeah it's heartbreaking because i think i'm so clever
1: well you were this was a hundred percent guess <laughs> I literally just guessed the middle one because it was like eh, whatever. I got a yeah one and three shot.
0: Yep, that's the real one. Uh, Biophyte polymus is a completely made up word that I made up.
1: <laughs> I thought that was the good <laughs> chance that was real because it was such a strange word, and I was like, I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah, I I just used uh, basically what it would translate to is plant. Uh. Warriors is what it. I think it translates to because I, I was trying to use like Greek origin stuff. Yeah, so that's that's a made up word. It's not a real thing. I think there are people who really believe that plants feel things like that, but um for the purposes of this podcast, that is a made up word. <laughs> That was really funny. (laughs) Thank you. I was really proud of myself. Yeah. I was was like, he's going to guess that one because it sounds so official. And then (laughs) I was wrong. So thanks for breaking me. Oh, God. (laughs) Anyway, so this is soups on and on. Thai beef noodle brew has been simmering for 45 years. (sighs) And this is from NPR.
1: Okay. I've heard of them.
0: Uh, There's food that's old. Then there's food that has gone bad and then there's the soup that's been simmering for 45 years. In Bangkok, customers can't get enough uh, of the latter at Wanada Penik, a noodle soup joint in the trendy neighborhood in a trendy neighborhood where third-generation Natapong Kawing Tawang wants to clear up that he thinks the popular misconception uh, wants to clear up what he thinks is a popular misconception about his beef soup. Lots of people think we never clean the pot, he
1: says. (laughs) Never thought about that.
0: But we clean it every evening. Really? We remove the soup from the pot, then keep a little bit simmering overnight. It's that little bit, he says, that forms the stock of the next day's soup.
1: Ah. So, yes, at least a
0: taste of what you put in your mouth is 45 years old and counting. Wow. Wow. Since my grandfather's time, we've never really had a set recipe about how much of each ingredient to put in, Netapong says. So the person making the soup will constantly have to taste it to know what, what needs to be added, which I think is kind of gross.
1: Ugh, Ugh. gross. You got 45 years of spit in there, too.
0: I know. He says some of the ingredients include nearly a dozen Chinese herbs, plus garlic, cinnamon, black pepper, cilantro root. And then there's the beef. He goes through about 150 pounds a day. Wow. To make it tender, we cook the beef for about seven hours. We put the whole thing into the pot so it absorbs all the flavors. And then after three hours, we take it out and cut it into smaller pieces, then cook it for another four hours. So that's a, you know, that's a total of, what, 11 hours of cooking? Uh, Just the meat. That's crazy. The pot at Watana Panik sits near the sidewalk along a busy street. The simple restaurant occupies two floors of a shop house that the family bought decades ago. And a good thing, too, they couldn't afford to even rent here. (laughs) Oh, wow. The pot itself draws crowds in part because of its sheer size. At about five feet in diameter and two and a half feet deep, it brims with chunks of beef bumping into one another. As Natapong or another member of his family constantly stirs the thick, dark brew. When I first started the business, my dad would make the soup and the broth and I would taste it to understand what the perfect taste is. Natapong says, nowadays I can just look at it and know what's missing. That's amazing. Wow. That's, that's pretty, good. pretty cool. Yeah. That's kind of like when I smell things, like, <laughs> this, you can, like yeah. when we're cooking stuff and I smell it and I'm like, no one needs this.
1: Yeah. Uh, needs more turmeric.
0: <laughs> the result is an aromatic blend of spices, herbs and beef one that has been drawing repeat business since his grandfather started making the soup at its original shop down by the river more than 60 years ago. Uh, Watanaponik has been a family business for more than 60 years. Natapong's father and mother still work at the shop, though Natapong says he calls the shots. As to who makes the better soup, the father doesn't hesitate when I pose the question to him while Natapong tends to a customer. Of course it's me, he says. I've been doing it since before he was born.
1: (laughs) Would you try this?
0: No. Uh, when he returns, Natapong just smiles when I tell him this. And then the diplomatic son says, uh, son he is, he says that I can achieve making a soup that is as good as his father's. That's enough. Would you try it?
1: Well, I thought at first I would, but then you talked about how this pot of soup is out on the street, and there's, yeah, like isn't people, that there's people taste testing it. We won't the day. buy
0: apples that have been sneezed on Right. Too.
1: Yeah. There's like cars driving by, there's birds flying over it. There's like a lot of garbage in that soup. I think. <laughs> oh no, hair. Oh, he
0: says his twelve-year-old daughter has expressed interest in taking charge when she's old enough, and he's tired enough to step aside. He hopes that he does. He hopes that she doesn't change her mind. That when she becomes the fourth generation to stir the pot, who knows? Maybe the soup at Watana Panic can simmer for even longer
1: crazy
0: i think that's really nice that it's such a family business and that um uh that there's like a, a little bit of a fun competitiveness there between yeah. the father and the son yeah for sure and uh but i think that's really neat i i i think that if i was still someone who ate beef maybe i i would be willing to try it i don't know about the open
1: yeah that sounds kind of weird situation it's, i don't want no street soup Ugh. someone drives by and splashes water up in it Ugh.
0: yeah i mean unless there was like like even a hot dog cart or something has like kind of you yeah. know a barrier from the elements of the street you I know hope, what i mean yeah, so, i hope so uh but Oof. yeah
1: that's 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 wild i really i was just guessing
0: you want to see a picture
1: yeah i do i do holy manoli that is a giant pot yeah it's wow. a huge pot That's pretty amazing. Yep. (laughs) 45 (laughs) years.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was so interesting and intriguing. Yeah, absolutely. uh, Equally as kind of gross.
1: Hey, guys. For you, the listeners of Fake Headlines Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service.
0: You know, recently, I used a credit to download... Uh, Pet Cemetery by Stephen King, and it was narrated by Michael C. Hall. Well, that sounds delightful. It was awesome. It was uh, thrilling, and it really helped me get through my work day.
1: It was America's Favorite Author with America's Favorite Serial Killer.
0: Yeah. It, it was like a match made in Pet Cemetery heaven. <laughs>
1: now, Tiffany, where can our uh, friends and listeners get a uh, trial,
0: the free trial? Oh, yeah, to download your free audiobook today go to audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod again that's audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod for your free audiobook. Bye! Man I can't believe you got that.
1: It was a 100% guess.
0: I thought it was so convincing.
1: it really was please don't be disappointed in yourself
0: Ah, I just gotta up my game for next time
1: it was I had trouble guessing what it was it was just a hundred percent guess
0: I don't like to lose Dylan
1: (laughs) you're Dylan too
0: I know Dylan versus Dylan
1: D versus D
0: someone make a battle scene not a battle scene but a battle sign like an old timey boxing sign (laughs) like
1: a boxing advertisement yeah Dylan versus Dylan yeah yeah please please Email us at fakeheadblindspodcasts at gmail.com. Yeah. Or just tag us on something.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool.
1: Tiffany, here are my three headlines for the week. Okay. Headline number one, the world is constantly running out of helium. Here's why it matters. The world is constantly running out of helium. Here's why it matters. All right. Headline number two, sneaker heaters are what the cool kids are wearing in China. Sneaker Sneaker heaters? heaters Are what the cool kids are wearing in China. Okay. Headline number three, Office Secret Santa ends in disaster when boss brings gift meant for someone else. Office Secret Santa ends in disaster when boss brings gift meant for someone else. Oh, boy.
0: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Hmm okay
1: yeah what do you think
0: we're running out of helium yeah I, this is a concern i guess why
1: why, why? balloons
0: balloons
1: i mean uh, yeah uh
0: what about like
1: helium comedy club <laughs> yeah we don't want those yeah, to go that's away a,
0: that's a big deal
1: those are nice places right here in downtown buffalo Go to Helium... I don't know. (laughs) Uh,
0: Heliumvoice.com Where does Helium come from?
1: Well, Tiffany, I'm glad you've asked. Let's watch this educational video together. (laughs) Hello, I'm Dr. Fahrenheit. (laughs) Have you wondered where Helium comes from? (laughs) Hmm, So have I. That's why I put together this video. Helium comes from outer space and landed on Earth with the dinosaur bones.
0: Is that where it comes from?
1: It is. When dinosaur bones disintegrate, helium gasoline is released into the air. Wait, really? Yes. (laughs) I am Dr. Fahrenheit. (laughs) You can trust me. Uh, Tiffany, I think you may need to stay after class. Um, (laughs) No,
0: Kevin. No. (laughs) No.
1: I no We'd like to tutor you No <laughs> oh, I thought my Dr. Helium character would really get you going But no. I was dead wrong <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I mean what would happen if we didn't have helium We couldn't do silly voices anymore That's an easy, easy voice changer right there Natural
0: Yeah I, It's fun to sound like a chipmunk Yeah At least for a minute
1: Just for a few fleeting moments also, also balloons like you said you can't have little you can't have little blimps everywhere with like fire like heating the air up to keep balloons going right that's a fire hazard
0: yeah N- no one would understand the movie up
1: <laughs> <laughs> it would make no sense
0: it would make no sense yeah be like how's that happening magic no helium right. tell me about helium
1: what's this magic element you're what talking of? Yeah, helium uh, I don't know where helium comes from. I think it comes from inside the earth, I believe.
0: Are there other uh, well, it's it, cuz it's a uh, a nat- is it a natural gas? Uh I, I wonder th- if it's like a cuz that's an element on the periodic table, right? Yes, it helium is. Helium is.
1: It is on the Are you referring to the periodic table of elements? Yes, uh, it is. A, it is a it is an element on there.
0: Okay. So Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know science. Are we, I, I'm sorry to admit it to you guys. I, I don't know science. Well, I don't know is, a lot.
1: This is a big letdown. I thought that you were a scientist this my, whole time.
0: My skills are very limited.
1: <laughs> Have we just used up all the helium that's out there?
0: Is it possible? Is
1: it not like a renewing energy? Or does it renew slower than other things?
0: Is it made up of two other things that we're no longer producing?
1: Yeah, that could be. Hmm. I don't know.
0: I don't know either.
1: I'm assuming helium comes from, like, the earth? Like, something, like, kind of like fracking or something? Like, we have, like, a place where we know we can just drill down and helium comes out and we fill up balloons with it and take it to Party City? Right. Fill up tanks?
0: Does it have to do with, like, plant production? Because you know how, like, we... I don't... Again, science not my strong suit. So, you know how we uh, make air and then air, <laughs> you mean fart and then yeah that's the screams of beans and then <laughs> and then um plants clean it like that's why we need trees and yes, stuff like it cleans that cleans
1: the carbon dioxide out of the air mm-hmm. yeah
0: so if we have less trees and plants mm. does that mean that it affects helium production too
1: could be it could be a delicate balance right maybe maybe we need to plant more trees Yes.
0: Is it um, something that maybe we can obtain from another planet like Mars?
1: Maybe. Maybe that's why we're heading to Mars. Maybe they haven't told us this yet because the pending balloon disaster that's about to happen, (laughs) NASA wants to get out in front of it.
0: (laughs) We can't have people passing out (laughs) because they're trying to blow up their damn balloons.
1: Kids' parties are not going to be the same. They
0: don't float anyway. (laughs) what fun is a balloon if it doesn't float above your head and then you let it go out into the atmosphere
1: and a sad red balloon is released Mm. oh I think that's the only right those are the only uses we have for helium aren't they balloons and silly voices there must be other uses for helium right
0: I would think so I um maybe other science
1: (laughs) other science things what else can we use helium for
0: uh raising a glass
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> raising my son <laughs>
0: <laughs> raising taxes yeah
1: what? wait no no no, no. no, That's, no, no we don't want to do that. that was awful uh what about are we running out of periodic table are elements other elements on the table i don't know
0: are there, i oh i don't know
1: is that happening
0: i have no idea again not something i'm privy to you know what? Can I phone a friend? Just kidding.
1: <laughs> Hello. This My is sister. Dr. Fahrenheit. Hello.
0: <laughs> My sister's a scientist. She would know.
1: <laughs> yeah. You were going to say, I'm sorry. I cut you off. What other things that it could be raising?
0: Uh, flags.
1: Raising flag. Helium. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Automate automatic flag raisings. Uh-huh. Uh, Hands. Uh, California raisins. Yes. Those are uh, operate on helium. Yep. <laughs> raising the stakes
0: stakes all the stakes all the
1: stakes uh raising Arizona. yep that was a movie uh hope raising hope well, raising no good, hope yeah. mm-hmm. raising raise raise
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it that's yeah, it that's i'm out it. of it yeah, we got yeah. there
1: we did it yeah, are there other elements that are we're running out of? What does that mean? Uh, There's not like an copper. infinite amount of.
0: Uh, what else is on there? Oxygen.
1: Oh, it's not running out of that. Uh, I don't know. I'm not good with science. I don't remember anything about the periodic table.
0: I I, I remember explicitly not studying for that test in in eighth <laughs> grade science and being like, I don't want to know this. I,
1: I don't want to know this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to learn this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I refuse to learn this.
0: I refuse to learn this.
1: I think I know more about the Dewey Decimal System than I do the periodic table of elements.
0: I think I <laughs> <laughs> I uh, know more about making up words than I do. Yeah, you, what is it
1: again? <laughs> Biophytologist, Phlamologist? something like that. <laughs>
0: i had to practice reading that a lot
1: <laughs>
0: my arm hurts so bad i got my flu shot today and it hurts so much like oh, no. every time i go to raise my left arm now it's like oh man. you know what you need for that why have you done that you know what you need for that helium <gasps> it would help me raise my arm <laughs>
1: yes
0: <laughs> i need helium to raise my left arm because <laughs> it feels sad because i got a flu shot earlier and it bled
1: oh I did looks like it's not bleeding right now no it looks good blood-free
0: check out these guns though whoa
1: what? holy manolist
0: i i was told to relax my arm and i was like i am <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 can't
0: help these guns <laughs> that didn't really happen but she did tell me to relax my arm and i was like oh, i can't help but be tense it's a yeah. needle going into my arm <laughs> it's
1: a tense situation
0: yeah, in, in, helium in uh, uh, might help with uh, tents as well. Yeah, don't you think? I think so.
1: pop up tents.
0: Pop up tents. <laughs> uh, they don't use those in hot air balloons. That's another tr- sort of element, right? I that think it's just air that's heated up. Of, I think. Yeah.
1: I think it's just heated air that. You
0: think about how terrifying that is? Why? Why do we? Why do people do that? Albuquerque. Not that you listened in the first place. <laughs> Explain yourselves. Yeah, a
1: lot of hot air ballooning going on there. Lord. Yeah, it's more of like a recreational thing like that, right? That's not like... We talked about dirigibles last week. With the... Uh,
0: uh-huh. Durable the, dirgibles.
1: Durable Uh, Because at one time, that seemed like a great uh, method of warship, uh-huh. having big balloons floating around, but, uh, but then they realized, oh, we could just shoot them, and they would blow up right away. That's not good. Right. But yeah, they didn't use helium for that. Although mm-hmm. all the pilots would suck helium as they were piloting, though. They just, it was just more fun for them. Just so like they'd go pew, pew, I mean, they're in the middle pew. of a war. Like, right. <laughs> Let's have some fun. You know, war sucks, but you got to joke around a little bit.
0: <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Why, so it, it matters because we need all those things.
1: Right. There must be other element things that we use helium for that we're not aware of. That I just don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know
1: like laughing gas is that is that uh
0: I don't know it comes from a tank like helium does Yeah
1: I mean that's I've seen that got to be about the same I've thing I've experienced right? it What uh let's see I
0: gas is no joke and it's a delight if you need it
1: <laughs> Let's see uses for helium Let's see what do we got here Helium gas is used to inflate blimps scientific balloons and party balloons. It is used. What's in, a
0: scientific balloon?
1: Maybe like a weather balloon.
0: Maybe. Oh, okay. I'm guessing.
1: Maybe it is used as an inert shield when arc welding to pressurize the fuel tanks of liquid fueled rockets in supersonic wind tunnels. Oh, so maybe it's used in, uh, like space shuttles and stuff like that to like oh. keep the elements from, uh, going crazy. Okay. Okay. Party balloons isn't it weird? Like we're using it to uh, pressurize the fuel tanks of rocket ships. We're also blowing up balloons at a children's party. <laughs> like what a multifaceted uh, element that is! And then parents
0: uh, <laughs> deflate them to make silly voices after they get drunk.
1: Let's see. Here's an article from Rocky Mountain Air Solutions. RockyMountainAir.com. Ten uses for helium, and of course, it won't open right now.
0: That's okay. Well, we got we got some background there. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Let's uh, let's let's uh, investigate this next one here. Okay. Uh,
1: Sneaker heaters.
0: Sneaker heaters in China.
1: Cool kids are wearing. So, would you plug in your sneakers to give them the ability to heat up? That's what I'm guessing this is about, right? I sneaker heater is something that you would heat your shoes with.
0: I think I I might, yeah.
1: I think I would too.
0: Because there's nothing worse than getting into your car or having to sit at work Mm -hmm. all day with cold feet.
1: Right, yeah, for sure. Uh, I get cold feet about everything, so this is a real revelation for me.
0: Well, thank goodness you didn't on our, our wedding day, so.
1: <laughs> I did have athlete's foot that night, which was keeping me.
0: That's upsetting.
1: W- <laughs> my feet were very warm. <laughs>
0: we were all very warm that day. Why was it so damn hot in October? Who it knows? Like, it was like
1: 80 in October in New York State on our wedding day. Yeah, unexpected. Very strange.
0: Um, so. uh. I blame helium. And <laughs> lack of it. Uh so You know you know who would greatly benefit from this even though they cannot partake in the uh ways of the English, uh would be Amish people. Yes. Because Amish people they have to like have those like basically like heated blocks of something that they put in the carriages to keep their feet warm in the winter. Oh really? Yeah. What do
1: they do? They they have like a little. I
0: think there's like okay. If, I think if I remember, okay, I might be talking out my ass, but usually, um <laughs> that's just a
1: ghost, a bean ghost <laughs> leaving your body. But <laughs> um, <laughs> you're, you're a psychic. You're really passing on kids. bean ghosts.
0: <laughs> we laugh at sex jokes, fart jokes, anything. That's what that's uh, what
1: that's humanity so does, stupid. Tiffany. Everyone, it's the great equalizer <laughs> of jokes.
0: Um. So, uh, what was I saying? Oh, so in, in a carriage, uh, even, I mean, Amish people probably still use this because they're the only ones who still use carriages anymore. Sure. Uh, but I know that back when everyone would use them, there was this little compartment underneath where you would, you would heat up, I don't know, coals and then you would put them underneath like this little area oh. to keep your feet warm in the carriage. So, uh, okay. Cause it would, it, you know, it's cold. Yeah. Um, there's no heater built in. Yeah. Do you mind if I look that up? Sure.
1: Go right ahead. Yeah. I'm not aware of that. I would not heard that before. Okay.
0: Um, let me see.
1: Speaking of heated, uh, carriages, uh, the other day, uh, at work, my sister and I work in the same building. Uh, we sat in her car on our lunch break and, uh, she has heated seats in her new car. And we flipped on the heated seats. What a treat that is.
0: I know she did that for me one Holy day. Holy Manoli. Yeah.
1: But I forgot that they were heat. Like I, she flipped them on and then it took a while for them to heat up. And then I started to think, am I diarrheaing my pants right now? Like, why is my butt warm? I
0: know. it. May, you feel like you're about to pee Yeah, or it's strange.
1: But then once you get used to it, you're like, oh, all right, well, I can deal nice. with this.
0: Okay. I found a picture of one. Now, if I could just find like a proper description. Huh. That would be more beneficial.
1: So it must be some kind of like iron undercarriage box where you can put coal, hot coals in. Because you don't want it to like burn the...
0: Undercarriage material. is what made <laughs> me laugh just it's now.
1: Literally undercarriage.
0: Here's an advertisement for one. Uh, rural... Rural... That's a fun word to say. Rural. Rural carriers. Huh. Uh, they burn coal, which is guaranteed to be the best... Uh, so basically this little thing would be filled with coal and it would be hot okay and it would help keep the carriage warm
1: gotcha interesting yeah i did not know that i never knew that
0: yeah i do know things
1: you know stuff yeah so shoes that could uh sort of self-heat so are they are they something that is like rechargeable or is it some kind of it must be right like a renewable thing
0: i i would think so um Maybe it's, uh, something where, well, if it's in China, I would think that it's kind of technologically advanced. So maybe right. it's something that you could even use, uh, your cell phone to charge it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. maybe there was like a, maybe a like a, a, a USB plug yeah. that you'd use the similar sort of thing as you would you, maybe your phone.
1: I think, I think you're right.
0: Uh, or you could plug it into the wall. Maybe you, you would have a, instead of having one of those uh, things that you can put your phone on to charge it, you use one of those things where you put your shoes on to charge it.
1: Oh, like a mat, like a shoe mat, rechargeable shoe mat. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's like a, like a Dr. Scholl's insert that is heated. Yeah. That plugs So then, then it goes in. into
0: any shoe. Put
1: in any shoe you want. It's
0: not specific yeah. to a brand.
1: I would like that, the heated shoe thing. Although I guess it might, you might get in a little trouble like boarding a plane with like shoes that could heat up
0: yeah i well i could understand why they wouldn't want them on there
1: like why is all this technology packed into your shoe we're gonna have to search you i don't think that's yeah. a good uh definitely yeah. don't wear them to the airport
0: what if they caught fire or something yeah
1: that's what i'm thinking too yeah it might be a little just
0: like as a general hazard
1: right yeah that's scary Hmm. i mean your feet are not going to be cold
0: no Very neither warm. is the rest of you <laughs> and you'll never feel the cold again
1: never never again Although maybe they get so hot that as you're walking, it's like melting the snow and ice as you're walking. Very safe.
0: But then you're just walking into puddles.
1: Yeah, uh, That's true. When your feet are and getting if wet. You, yeah. Yeah. No,
0: thank you. Because
1: what if they're like Crocs? with so big holes all around them and the oh, water rolling into your feet.
0: Gross. You, you should burn for wearing those anyway.
1: <laughs> you're asking for it. <laughs> those things are Have ridiculous. you seen what
0: you were wearing? You were asking for it.
1: <laughs> yes. I love your misogynistic <laughs> look at Crocs. <laughs> Those shoes we're asking for, hey.
0: Real exposed there. Anybody mm-hmm.
1: that reveal any shoe that revealing's asking for an electro s electro Electro What? <laughs> Electroshushin.
0: Electro <Electroshooshan. laughs> Um. Do you, do you think this is something that will uh, progress to other places in the world where people will be like, I live in a cold place. I think so. My feet are cold a lot.
1: Yeah, I think Maybe so. Maybe
0: I would slip these into my slippers and that would be cozy cozy and toasty. Maybe they would evolve into a full outfit. Maybe that would be good for Ooh. like war stuff.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like a full like, because they have like heated uh, or they have like personal like air conditioner type things, right? That you wear around your neck or put on your head
0: yeah they have to have those sort of things for uh people who wear those uh crazy costumes at amusement parks (laughs) yeah because otherwise they would suffocate yeah
1: they have to have like a whole air conditioning system yeah and that's and that's the better alternative for the winter instead of wearing instead of walking around dressed like mickey mouse you can just have heated sneakers yeah but they're also giant mickey feet yeah like the amusement park workers would wear
0: yeah I mean, luckily, those giant Mickey feet would be so big that you could probably just put one of those carriage heaters in each shoe. <laughs>
1: yeah, I like so, that.
0: I mean, it would be a little harder to walk, but you know, yeah. you're getting in your steps.
1: But you're getting in the steps. There, it's it's building leg muscles. It's it's really a, quite a good workout, really. So,
0: uh, old man Mickey. So <laughs> you'd be shuffling along. Speaking of Mickey, everyone, um, Mickey Mouse's birthday is tomorrow.
1: Oh, Disney Plus. Mickey. Mickey's birthday. I gotta see
0: how old he is. Mickey Mouse.
1: He's a hundred years old. He started making a stew forty-five years ago, and it's still brewing.
0: Nineteen twenty-eight is when he was born.
1: Wow! So what does that make him? Eighty-one. Eighty-one years old. Right.
0: One hundred eighteen. I'm bad at math. <laughs> Two thousand nineteen. He's twenty. Nineteen twenty. Nope. 2019 minus 1928 equals 91. I was right.
1: 91. Yeah. 91 years old. Yep. 91 years old, Mickey. Which explains why some of those old cartoons on Disney Plus have a disclaimer saying there was a lot of racism in some of these old <laughs> episodes. <laughs> it doesn't quite say it like that, but. Hey, kids. It definitely hints at that.
0: Sorry about the racism. But. <laughs> hope you love it anyway pop
1: culture was uh, very different back then i saw a thing on the internet today about that actually about how <laughs> that's my best making impression <laughs> That was really good Come the on. laugh really sold it there yeah <laughs> <laughs> our cat
0: hated it though she was like that's the sound i don't want to hear why are you talking like a mouse i want to eat you
1: I think the uh, the disclaimer that we saw when we were watching the Mickey Mouse cartoon said that there were outdated cultural representations.
0: reference References or something yeah. like that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I saw somebody on Twitter compare that disclaimer to a disclaimer that Warner Brothers has on their cartoons from that era. And Warner Brothers cartoons, the, the Warner Brothers disclaimer is much more to the point. And it says, this stuff wasn't acceptable then. and It's not acceptable now. And these are not good views to have and we do not, you know, blah, 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 blah. Sorry. But to remove this stuff from the original source material would be to erase it from history and to to ignore that it happened. Uh, So I thought that was very powerful and I think maybe Disney ought to up their uh, warning on their cartoons.
0: Yeah. I think that's a great idea.
1: Anyway, weird weird side tangent there, but I just... uh,
0: Weird tangent. (laughs) Do you want to uh, tackle this secret santa situation
1: yes what's, so what's happening there kev well let's see the headline was office secret santa ends in disaster when boss brings gift meant for someone else
0: so like be, his wife or his oh mistress,
1: that could be bad right
0: or her uh husband or her uh mister
1: right we just uh, we both just assumed that the we kind of we kind of just assumed gender in there didn't we Office Secret Santa ends in his ass when boss brings gift meant for someone else. We just immediately thought it was a man, didn't we? You
0: know why? Because I, myself, as a woman, just have a really good memory of like, oh, I know what's exactly in this spot and place and who I got for
1: what. Oh, gotcha. So like, I
0: think, I think for me, I wasn't speaking for all women, but like, or people who identify as women, but that I, myself, know that I'm so, uh this wouldn't happen. organize that I, yeah, I wouldn't do gotcha. that. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: It would be something that a guy would do. That was,
0: that was on me for assuming that mm. it was a man that would do that.
1: No, I assumed, <laughs> it, I assumed it was a man for completely the wrong reasons. And, uh, <laughs> can
0: you imagine, can you imagine being, uh, the recipient of your boss's secret Santa gift and you got like their child's, uh, I don't
1: know. Like a stuffed unicorn Stuffed or something. unicorn
0: That they've been waiting for yeah. And so meanwhile The boss is panicking And is like Oh my gosh I, I know I bought this Where did it yeah. go or, I can't remember What I wrapped it in And and then it got misplaced and or,
1: or what if it's like A rare toy That's very popular This year And then like The person's very excited To get it Because they can give it To their kid And yeah. they're like Oh shit It was Oh, It wasn't
0: for you no, but I'm glad you like it Larry <laughs> But um,
1: oh god I got a lot of explaining To do it
0: all
1: <laughs> i is going to be so disappointed but you mentioned like if it was like a um, gift meant for their significant other like could you imagine like Ugh. it being like a nighty or like a
0: yeah exact.
1: Speedo or something honestly that's exactly
0: <laughs> what i imagined was yeah. like a boss giving their employee something like lingerie or something yeah
1: yeah or a big marital aid yep because <laughs> you know how you know how married couples give each other marital aids for Christmas?
0: <laughs> it's I, marital aids? <laughs> well. What? Not uh, a marital. this is what they call I don't it. know about that. Not is that something they actually eliminated during the Reagan era? <laughs> Did they address that one? No,
1: they ignored that one as well. <laughs> 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 They're hearing aids, so you can actually hear what your wife's trying to say to you. Or tune it
0: out so you don't have to listen to a bitch. Is that right? Oh, merrily,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just became comedians from 1987. <laughs> Let me flip my collar up and roll my sleeves up, and let's stand in front of a brick wall and tell some jokes. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to get my lady a dildo and tell her to play with this, and then she says I don't like it. No respect.
1: <laughs> Where's the gift seat? Oh boy, hey, oh, tough room. What a tough room here. Oh boy. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I was I was revert back to Rodney Dangerfield. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's a good uh, it's a good caricature for the 1980s. <laughs> Hey, I tried to give my wife a giant dildo, and she said, "Hey, I already got one." You? Oh, seriously, folks.
0: I think Caddyshack had quite an effect on me. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, could you? I can't imagine. Um, or if it was something that you spent a lot of money on, not just the the gift, sure, like yeah. the toy. I mean, but like maybe it was. Like a, a, a
1: like a diamond, diamond bracelet or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Something very expensive like that or oh. a Rolex or, you know, so you open it and you're like, Oh my gosh, thank you. I'm going to return this immediately <laughs> right. for or, money.
1: <laughs> or the person's like, I've always loved you too. And they're like, no, that's not, Oh God, this is awful. <laughs>
0: Uh, I won't take this to HR, but I will tell you that this is inappropriate. (laughs) It's a complete misunderstanding on both ends.
1: I won't take this to HR, but I will take it back to Jared's.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not really into the chocolate diamond, just the clear white one. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, I think I would just uh, leave. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever, I mean, the office secret Santa is always usually pretty... Dull for the most part, right? Because no one really knows each other well enough to really. Yeah. It's like, oh, I saw Sharon eating Doritos one day. I guess I'll get her a corn chip maker <laughs> for $10. <$10." laughs> <A chip maker. laughs> you know, those corn chip makers yeah. they have at Walmart? She'd love that.
0: <laughs> um
1: I know Steve's into birds. <laughs> <laughs> probably get him a bird book, I guess. I saw him talk about a bird once he saw outside. He's probably
0: into birds. And uh, maybe a pair of binoculars, I don't know, up in a notch. (laughs)
1: He's
0: got a sight issue too. (laughs) Uh, Or I, you know, if I, if I got a gift and I knew that it wasn't for me, but it was like a good gift. Even if I saw the uncomfortable look on the person's face, who it was from, I might keep it anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. You know what they say
1: finders keepers yep (laughs) hey speaking of keepers (laughs) i need my wife said i need a keeper a (laughs) zoo (laughs) keeper seriously
0: folks (laughs) (laughs) if that's not a legitimate joke it should have been (laughs) it
1: probably was
0: Kevin's uh, past lives (laughs) include a bad 80s comic and also a jingle writer
1: (laughs) from the 50s. That explains a lot about how I am. (laughs) Bad jokes and bad jingles. (laughs) And bad jiggles. No. Get
0: off of the... Marshmallow body. No. (laughs) The bad self-talk. I know. No, you're a wonderful person.
1: I'm a hot man.
0: And you're a hot man. Thank you. And you have a hot wife.
1: Yes, I do have a hot wife. And
0: so just accept that. Accept that you are a really good looking man. <laughs> Thank you. And you deserve what you have. You're right. And if you don't like how you feel, then we work on making ourselves feel better. You know? I love you. I love you too. Let's go make out.
1: Let's do it. Guys, yeah. this has been Fake Headlines Podcast. <laughs> We're not even going to guess the last article. <laughs> We're going to go get it on. <laughs> No marital aids needed here. <laughs> uh,
0: the only marital aid I will uh, ask is uh, can you just keep doing that 80s uh, comedian? <laughs> hey, misogynistic
1: hey, comedian for me? Thing, baby. <laughs> you baby. You want to step out of this microphone? <laughs> hey, you want to stick into it? Oh, do, do. That's hey, too bad. no oh.
0: uh, would, you, would you keep the gift?
1: I don't know. Like I, I, I guess it depends. I think I probably. You're such
0: a nice person.
1: Yeah, I think I could be a real shit. I think I would keep it and then not make a big to do, and then privately be like, "Hey, do you want this bag? Like, I something kind of probably happened here, right? This is the wrong thing. (laughs) Although if it was a, if it was like a ninety that fit, I don't know. I mean, uh, I know, (laughs) I know. This looks like it would fit my wife. I'll take it.
0: <laughs> hey, honey, my boss got this for you. What?
1: <laughs> my boss got this for you. It's a it's a replica of an outfit Madonna wore in a video from nineteen eighty
0: seven. You're right, babe. I've always wanted to have a Menage a trois with your boss.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a menage a trois. <laughs> mm, Nah. Nah. <laughs> menage nah.
0: All right, Kevin. So one of these headlines is. Is real?
1: Yes, one of them is real. That is the that is what we're doing here. Uh, they all sound stupid, don't they? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the last one seems so legit, though. Like, it seems like something that could actually happen.
1: Yeah. Um, but maybe it's too legit.
0: But maybe it's too legit to quit.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Unlike
0: helium, I think it is too legit to quit.
1: Oh, ah, okay.
0: All I'm going right. to guess the first one is real.
1: Okay. So you're going to go with the world is... I don't know why I got so loud there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Tiffany. I took a work-from-home job. I'm actually running the speaker at McDonald's right now. Hold on one second. <laughs> All right. I'm back. Uh, so, Tiffany, what you're trying to say is that the world is constantly running out of helium, and here's why it matters? Yeah. I think that's a real story. Yeah. Well, GD it, you are right. Yeah! Also from NPR, the world is constantly running out of helium. Here's why it matters. Also a picture of some colorful oh, balloons.
0: Oh, that's a really pretty picture. It's
1: really, it really lovely, actually. I
0: really like it.
1: So here's the article from NPR.org. Helium is the second most common element in the universe, but it is, but it is comparatively rare here on Earth. Isn't that strange? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. It also, fulfills, it also fulfills a surprising role in everything from space exploration to quantum computing.
0: Oh, see, I'm glad that you looked that up because yeah. now I know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So helium is the only element on the planet that is completely non-renewable. Isn't that something? Wow. On Earth, helium is generated deep underground through the natural radioactive decay of elements such as uranium and thorium. It takes many, many, many millennia to make the helium that is here on Earth, says Sophia Hayes, a chemist at Washington University in St. Louis. Well, that's confusing. Washington University in St. Louis? <laughs> As opposed to St. Louis University in Washington, <laughs> where they are just sucking helium balloons like it's going on a style.
0: So maybe we should stop making helium tanks at Party City and focus on the things that are really important.
1: Perhaps, yeah. The helium seeps up through the Earth's crust and gets trapped in pockets of natural gas where it can be extracted. Like hydrogen, its immediate predecessor on the periodic table, helium is lightweight. But unlike hydrogen... It doesn't readily combine with other elements, so once helium reaches the surface, it can easily escape the Earth's gravitational pull. Wow. Other resources, such as oil and gas, may turn into pollution or be difficult to recycle, but only helium physically disappears from the planet. It's the one element out of the entire periodic table that escapes the Earth and goes into outer space, says Hayes. Wow. Isn't that crazy?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, I wonder what happens to it when it goes into outer space.
1: Well, there's a giant balloon store just past Mars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Maybe, because there's no... I don't know how gravi- the lack of gravity In and space. the vastness of space and how Uh, the new... Like, the introduction of another element would... Right would affect things that are already out there.
1: Right. Would helium, was there just like a cloud of helium just floating forever in space? Maybe. Right. And then like you said, what if it, what if it interacts with something? And yeah. creates something new. So here's another part of the article that I thought was very interesting. Uh, America once thought helium would turn the tide of the war. During world war one, aviation was still in its infancy and dirigibles were considered cutting edge weapons of war. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's so funny. Like two
1: weeks in a row. Yeah. German zeppelins were the strategic weapons of their time, drifting over civilian targets and dropping bombs from their gondolas. They call them gondolas, the little part underneath the...
0: It sounds so fancy. It does. Like, that's where you should be vacationing during <laughs> war.
1: Right. But zeppelins had a critical vulnerability. They were filled with highly flammable hydrogen. After a few zeppelin raids over London, British troops developed incendiary bullets that would light up the hydrogen in the dirigibles. Meanwhile, American scientists had just discovered large helium deposits in natural gas fields in places like Kansas. Uh, the, this Dave Aubin, professor for the history of science in Paris, uh, said that uh, the government quickly nationalized its non-flammable helium supply and rushed it to Europe to fill attack blimps. So The U.S. continued to control the world's helium supply after the war. Uh, this is why the famous German Zeppelin Hindenburg was filled with hydrogen when it exploded in
0: 1937. Oh, okay.
1: The military continued to experiment with airships until World War II, and it became clear that the fixed-wing aircraft had numerous advantages. Uh, helium was also essential to the mission. First moon missions. A rocket. Oh. Yeah. See, a rocket is basically two very big tanks. In one tank is the fuel. In the other is an oxidizer, usually oxygen. As the fuel and oxidizer flow into the tanks, they leave a vacuum behind, which can cause the fuel to stop flowing. The solution is to inject another gas to push the fuel out. The gas should be lightweight, highly compressible, so it doesn't take up much space, and unreactive, so it doesn't mess with the fuel. Helium is perfect for that job.
0: I guess I didn't realize that helium would be considered a gas, but that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because it's not a solid It would be a gas. It's not solid or liquid. It would be a gas. Right. Makes sense. Wow.
1: Yeah. So it's been used in all of our space trip, like the the Apollo missions, the Saturn missions. Helium has been used to help uh, propel the ships. Uh, Today, helium is in demand for different reasons. Uh, This says helium is in demand today, but for very different reasons than it was in the last century. This time around, much of the demand has to do with helium's ability to liquefy at very low temperatures. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Hayes uh, says a, Hayes runs a laboratory that uses a very special material called superconductors. Electricity can flow through these materials with no resistance at all, and it creates very, very large magnetic fields. Uh, Hayes uses these fields to study chemical processes. Uh, they are used in medicine and imaging the human body. Uh, magnetic resonance imaging, or MRI, uses superconductors cooled by liquid helium. Huh. Yeah,
0: I was just thinking about uh, since they use it in uh, propelling uh, ships to space, how when it reaches that certain low temperature, how it doesn't liquefy by the time it reaches that certain point. Oh yeah, uh, you know, into our atmosphere because once you get so high, it, you know, it
1: starts to f- things start to freeze, freeze up. Yeah,
0: yeah, but I wonder if maybe the temperature of the speed in which the the ship is is Going and then on top of the mix of the other elements, the oxygen and the fuel, if that keeps Keeps it it heated enough.
1: It says the world's helium supply is still located in just a handful of countries, the United States, Algeria, and Qatar. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah.
0: So I wonder if uh, there will be other uh, maybe scientific investments in, in trying to... Uh, recreate helium so that we can still continue uh, similar uses.
1: Yeah. So right now uh, places like Russia and South Africa are looking to get into the helium production business by drilling to see if it's, you know, because they, we realize it's needed for space exploration, yeah. for MRIs for all kinds of stuff like that. So yeah. yeah so that's uh, yeah. And of course balloons. Yeah. I mean, in Russia, there's not much else going on there. <laughs> Party balloons. You
0: know, they sound like people who could probably use some foot heaters. They,
1: can, <laughs> they really do. Yeah. They really do. I don't know. But yeah, who knew helium was so important to us well,
0: all? Yeah, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That sucks that you have to like burrow into the earth to continue trying to find where else you could find it. Right. Because it seems kind of dangerous.
1: Right, and it's also uh, it's uh, the radioactive decay of uranium and thorium, so...
0: Yeah, what are you releasing?
1: Releasing radioactive material into the atmosphere, maybe? I don't know.
0: Yeah, wow.
1: Well, staying away from Kansas.
0: We learned a lot.
1: We sure did. <laughs> we learned that farts are bean ghosts. Uh uh-huh. The screams le- of beans. Screams of beans, and that helium is running out. Yeah. We learned a lot this week, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've been checking out uh, our 30 Days of Frowns over on Instagram and Facebook, uh, Fake Headlines Podcast. Um, Every day, Tiffany and I have been sharing a frowny face photo uh, as the uh, antithesis of the uh, kind of be thankful for Thanksgiving month kind of stuff that's been going on on social media.
0: So we hope that you're thankful for our frowns.
1: Yeah, so share a frown with us and tag it as 30 Days of Frowns, hashtag.
0: Please make sure that you... Uh, participate. We want to see your frown faces.
1: Give us a frown and tag it with hashtag Thirty Days of Frowns. Yeah, uh, and
0: you, we hope that you've been enjoying ours. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can uh, also. If you wouldn't mind, go on to Apple Podcasts if you're listening to us there, and give us a five star rating. Yes, and leave a, a few sweet words if you wouldn't mind. Okay. It helps uh, boost our uh, uh, visibility to everyone else, yes. and that's that's really important.
1: Yes, and tell your friends and whatnot. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, check us out on Twitter at FakeheadPod. And Instagram and Facebook, again, at Fake Headlines Podcast.
0: And you can always email us at FakeHeadlinesPodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you guys, so it's fun.
1: Yeah, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, It's good to be back, and uh, we will see you next week.
0: (laughs) Bye. Fake Headlines Podcast is sponsored by Kitty Box Press. Kitty Box Press is an independently owned print shop located in Rochester, New York. Each piece is handcrafted using only eco-friendly materials, resulting in a beautiful artisan work. With no minimum orders, no setup fee, and made with lots of love, KittyBox Press wants to be your go-to screen printer.
1: Kitty Box Press can print just about anything, from t-shirts to totes to posters and invitations. Follow Kitty Box Press on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to visit them at kittyboxpress.com for more information.
0: Thanks, Kitty Box Press. Thank you.